When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My goodness me. Oh, we'll get there. Private panel. I'm on sexy watch. You want to wear that, Tom? It's good. It's brown. Where are the bobbleheads? Mr. J. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Pod Leadum. That's Top Model Podcast spelled what? Backwards. (laughs) I'm J.W. Crump. And I'm actually very confident this season. I'm Alexander Price, and I'm going to be doing push-ups and obstacle horses. <laughs> and I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and I've just, like, settled for being American. <laughs> <laughs> All of ours kind of sound like us in real life this yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> and this is one of our favorite episodes. We're now into cycle eight. Cycle eight. I'm like halfway through. I guess cycle nine is technically halfway through like the top model 16 cycle yeah. proper. So this is just the audition episode. So it's quote unquote called the girl who won't stop talking, but that's not. No, it is this one. Oh, it is because it's Dion, yes. one of my favorites. It mm-hmm. is this one. It's the first time the audition episode. I'm like so gaslit by the titles (laughs) being incorrect that I didn't even consider that it might be correct. Oh, well. We Mm. learned that this is now Tyra's dream is to teach models. Yeah. It was and has always been Tyra's dream to pass the torch. Mm -hmm. We do see some Cycle 1 footage. Not of Adrian. Not of of Adrian. So we get this weird montage of her teaching slash coaching because she's always doing it. Even though we um, literally just had an episode two episodes ago <laughs> where she said she missed it. So cycle one, we see Kezi, uh, not Winter Adrian. Cycle two, we see Ziomara, not Joanna. Cycle three, we see Amanda, Anne, and Noel, and not Eva. <laughs> cycle four, we see dancing with Naima, uh, not coaching her. Cycle five, we finally see Nicole, but not the true winner, Nick. Mm. Cycle six, we see Feranda with Tyra, and then Danny's in this weird, like, picture in picture up in the corner <laughs> and then cycle seven we saw carrie d in the pool which is not a very good teaching moment not no not not a teachable moment at all there's one thing and i'm gonna go through this really fast because hopefully we do an episode on like other top models international because yes. she says now it's in 110 different countries over over 110 so yeah. 111 sure and one of them is Germany's next top model, where Heidi Klum was hand picked to host. Hand picked. Unknown. Heidi Klum. Get ready to learn about Germany's next top model because Ooh. it will surprise you. Here's some fast facts about Germany's next top model. First of all, Heidi Klum still hosting it. In fact, <laughs> she has hosted every cycle and there's a cycle currently airing. What? And she's still and she's hosting that uh making the cut show on Amazon. Making the cut. Who cares about yeah. making the cut? She hosted Project, Project Runway, Runway for all of that. Yeah. But I'm saying she didn't even was like, "Oh, well I'm not hosting a show anymore." 
No, you're still hosting a show. Did she do um, an America's Got Talent stint for a while too? Yes, she's done. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 But there's so much more craziness. So, <laughs> so, ha, ha. Okay. So, <laughs> Heidi is also the only female judge. The other panel judges what? have always exclusively been male. What? Which is, I mean, maybe not guest judges, but like sure. the panel. Okay. Angela Merkel would not. Oh, right. <laughs> And there's a lot of stuff. And again, we'll get into an international. The last thing I want to mention, though, is that recent cycles, and I mean the last four, five, six, start with over 25 contestants. What? Do they eliminate five girls in the first episode? They eliminate sometimes multiple ones up top, but also all the seasons are just way longer with more episodes. It's fascinating because it's literally the same because all top models are essentially the same and also they just use american pop songs one of their cycles theme songs is just circus by britney spears good great jordy's next up model (laughs) there is so much so much post that goes into this whole segment where it's like we light up the countries and we fly things in and out they're having a field day Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm And the first person we meet, the first girl we meet, is Catherine from Reseda, California. And if there was a girl that looked more like Reseda, she don't exist. It's Catherine. (laughs) We also meet Kylie with the cursed number 1666, who just ends without, like, a rejoinder, without a joking shrug of just, like, if I don't get this. She's traveled to every audition ever. Yep. And she just says if she doesn't get this, she'll... Sell her body. And then it's treated like a joke. And then the show gives a little boing. <laughs> also, she's How wearing, wacky. She's wearing her best loose anime tank top. Well, I'm sorry. Look, I know that she was like joking, being hyperbolic, but since we never see Kylie nope. again, that is I would be mortified huh? if that was the only thing I saw of me on television. Thanks, show. Yeah, yeah and th- we also see these are all done in this like weird um mall set like setting audition place like it's a mass audition but they just did live auditions yeah, 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 yeah. they just did live it just auditions doesn't look that great yeah and we learned that there's 33 girls from thousands mm-hmm. and we start meeting some of them the first one we meet in the t- our semi-finalist is melissa from the bronx and what's melissa's personality being from the bronx from the bronx yeah you are going to see my hunger we do <laughs> i'm wrong I kind of grow to love Melissa. I do too. I liked I, Melissa a lot too. I was shocked. Melissa. I was actually very surprised she didn't, she get, on didn't the get in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think having lived in New York now for nine years, I just really start liking the people that are like New Yorkers. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. something about that energy that's always a little rough around the edges, but has that like spark that you want your contestants to yeah. have. It comes with a natural, like easy breezy personality, but with a little bit of an edge. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I call it what easy I mean breezy. Like it, it comes <laughs> like, so naturally. Like there's no, yes. it's like relatable. There's no artifice yes, to sure. it. It's just kind of mm-hmm. yes, scrappy and heartfelt. Yeah. And then the next person we meet. Speaking of scrappy, <laughs> <laughs> Natasha, twenty-one from Dallas, Texas, and then we get a weird "born in Russia" attached to it. And her, oh, I do understand that the Tyron was like, now the Tyron's a person to me. <laughs> the Tyron <laughs> felt the need to be like, look, we can't say Texas, which has a very specific accent. And then Natasha, whose accent is very, very Russian. Russian Not like, Texan. Presenting. <laughs> yeah. Hair. How many bags? How many bags of hair did she have in? How many bags? Okay. I, we, need to have, <laughs> we need to have a disclaimer right now. 
Natasha is a lot of things. <laughs> and she has a lot of quotes. Some of her quotes are funny in the moment because her English is a little broken. Will I be so doing an, a Russian accent? Attempting to do a Russian accent throughout this season? Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, it, it, here's the thing. A lot of our funny quotes are going to come from Natasha. I want to be clear that a lot of times it's because Natasha's personality. Yes. It really has nothing to do it's with very, her being Russian. She's a real little weirdo. <laughs> she, yeah, uh, it's more that uh-huh. she's a weirdo and less the broken English No, it's not the broken part. English that's the funny. It's the weird confidence that she has right off the bat. I just want to set that up for everyone right now. If you if you're just joining this cycle for the yeah. first time, Natasha's going to be around for a while. And also Natasha <laughs> sets up the season of accents, season of dialects because who who's this in new bangs? Why it's Jasmine. I love those bangs. Mm, those bangs look clipped in. They do look a little clipped. Okay, I like the I idea. Like her. I like, the, I like no. her with bangs. I like No, it. she came in with like this is the makeover you could give me. Blunt bangs. I think she she glowed herself up from last season in a very smart way. Yeah, and made herself look just different enough yes. that she's like, look at the transformation. It looks mm-hmm. a little like her her <laughs> top of the hotel photo shoot where she also clipped a different sure. color bang into her head. She just got it in the right color. And then did anyone else hear some random girl say that she didn't pack no bathing suits? Yes. Yeah. That was... There, because so we spend much less time in the airport this cycle than we usually do. Oh, no time! All of it was Natasha at baggage claim. Immediately in the airport vans, and they can't figure out where they're going. It's a big mystery. But they pass nature, and they're like, "Oh, maybe we're going to the beach." And then that one girl's like, "And I didn't even pack a bathing suit." I love the phrase "they pass nature." <laughs> <laughs> they didn't go to a desert somehow. <laughs> How? Somehow they're not in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> How do you come to a top model audition without a bathing suit? A bathing it's the suit. one of two outfits. Seems you like a need. crazy thing to say. Whitney wears hers under her regular yes. clothes all the time. She's ready. <laughs> I stand for a girl who wears the bathing suit under the dress. Oh, I love Whitney in this episode. We'll mm-hmm. get into it. This is our first themed audition. This is. We're about to get into hard themes this one boot camp military museum hey look at these guys they're army men (laughs) we also meet michelin is that how it's pronounced because it's never said michelin 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 yeah they do say it once michelin Michelin. from atlanta michelin is to me very attractive i find her face gorgeous i find michelin attractive as soon as she gets rid of the like heavy makeup like, her yes. natural face right. is gorgeous. Because when she has the makeup on, it's a little Kat Von D cosplay. Yeah. I understand why she doesn't make it onto the show. That being said, I would have loved to have seen her with a fresh makeover. I would have loved yes. it because her personality was great, too. And I, and she kind of, she's a big narrator in this she episode. Is. I was going to say, production really liked her because she does not make it very far at all. And she gets a lot of airtime. Yeah. Yeah. You're meant to feel for Michelin. Mm-hmm. And then Natasha screams, oh my gods, I see Jace coming. Jace coming. And I'm screaming. More importantly. And I'm screaming. I can't believe I've seen them alive. <laughs> she thought they were missing. She went on so many searches. That's the best part. And she says, I can't believe I'm seeing them alive. Which <laughs> is so funny. Because it just truly makes them seem like they were dead. 
<laughs> and they came back. Which pr- between cycles, who can say? To be fair, the way Truly. the way Tyra presents I mean, it, that might have happened. We haven't we haven't gotten to know Natasha very well yet. But if you told me that Natasha had issues with object yes, impermanence, yes. I would not be shocked. Mm-hmm. Miss J is wearing mullet shorts. Mm-hmm. So you can see his butt, which is one of the girls says is all tight and scrunched. Oh, Jessica. <laughs> Jessica is crushing on Miss J. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. This is the first time we've seen someone really like sexual outwardly hit on Miss J. <laughs> Choice. They're also the girls are told by the Jays that they're not worthy to meet Tyra yet. They're not ready yet. Not ready to meet Tyra. And Diana from Garfield, New Jersey, 21, is very confused about this theme. And we get to see this real moment because she has a talking head and then she puts her hand up and she's got a full tissue in it. (laughs) And she just kept it in. So I imagined right before it, she just snotted her nose, dabbed her face, whatever it was with that (laughs) tissue. And I think that's so funny because I'm going to tell you right now, in the, I've only watched this first half of this first episode so far. She is one that I don't remember. I remember not liking. But mm-hmm. in this episode, I really enjoy. Agreed. She feels like she might give us some Eugenia, I'm literally a real person energy, yeah. which is very fun. And if I may channel Eugenia for a moment, since we've spoken about Miss J's shorts, Mr. J looks like Mr. J <laughs> wearing a military jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, Eugenia-isms are begun to become a thing, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. love that. We also meet Heather, 18, from Deer Park, Texas. Whose whole deal is she's here to know about boot camps. And has longest ass earrings I've ever seen. And to, like, vaguely look like four celebrities that I can't quite pin down. I don't understand Heather's face. <laughs> I- it's It's one of those that I kind of... They keep calling her commercial. I feel like, if anything, she would have gone more high fashion if yeah. she could have found the angle. It's a real mumblecore indie movie girl yes. next door. Yeah, a little manic pixie, me. maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She doesn't know who Carolina Herrera is, nope. which is not acceptable. And then we get our first glance of, we've gotten a couple of looks at her, but get ready for Kathleen, who, if there was another narrator, it's Kathleen. Kathleen. Mm-hmm. She might be one of my new favorite people. I adore Kathleen. I just love someone with enthusiasm for everything. <sighs> for every She's single so thing. so happy. She's <laughs> so genuine in a way that I find so charming. Because yeah. especially since it's like so many cycles in at this point, you could see them being excited, but still mostly there to compete. Kathleen is just so happy to be mm-hmm. here. It's lovely. Might actually be there to make friends. Yeah. Oh, she was. Well, on the opposite side of the spectrum, we also meet Renee from Maui by way of maybe Minnesota. <laughs> Why? Because she says she's got this in the bag. I got this in the bag. <laughs> got this- I got lots of the bag. I got lots of character, like none of these other girls, and I'm gonna win. I this. just don't feel like that they have the amount of character and determination that I have. Determination that I have. After our forty minute ride from the airport I'm- together. Re- mm. Renee, we've had a Mm-mm. we've had a lot of journeys finding people that were once couched as villains, Camille, Melrose, etc., and us growing to love them. I'm not sure if that's going to happen no, with Renee. I think this is the time <laughs> that the show got it right. Yeah, I am happy to be proven wrong. Now, one thing mm-hmm. I'm going to say off the bat, not to take the tone down, oh. mm-hmm. but we are recapping. Yes, Renee and JL. If you don't know, 
unfortunate Sad outcomes for them in their oh yeah. i didn't know that oh yeah yeah for renee yeah. in jail in the process of this show we're gonna treat them the same as if because we we normally don't know anything about the contestants until i look it up per episode mm -hmm. they happen to have had a little bit more public you know uh, unfortunate series of events happen so just I'm throwing that out there right now yeah, for I will our say, listeners. I, I would not have known that unless you brought that up. So I would not have treated them any differently because I have done very little post top model research sure. generally. I didn't do it while I was watching it in real time. And it's just not something I've adopted just because I like hearing it from you in real Thank time you. on the podcast. Yeah, um, but I'm so. not going to treat them any no, differently either. either. I'm going to treat them like I'm watching a show. Mm -hmm. And JL is here to laugh, y'all. From Detroit, she finds push-ups so funny. It's just modeling. We're not curing cancer here. <laughs> it's the way she articulates everything. She always like has a full spin. She is happening. a. She is. She is. She is a parking lot, it. a car lot. Yes. Like air wiggling walking. The windsock man. <laughs> My friend Liat has a wonderful bit where she plays one of those that's like having an existential crisis, and that's very much what she does. Now, mm, mm, I gotta say this. I like this kind of hot look of the tank with the camo pants and the little A and T M oh, yeah. with the dog. I I was like, mm -hmm. everyone looks good. I also like and the it when high they heel put, boot. I also like it when yes, I also like it when they put all the girls in the exact same thing because it's yep. a real comparison. But as opposed to two seasons ago where we saw Kathy's butt hairs, they are not shy about these girls getting undressed immediately on this military nope. museum base. Do not care. <laughs> They have two minutes. Get undressed. It's a test of character and determination to see how quickly you can change your clothes. And so then they have this weird pose off, kind of, where Miss J has a dainty, like a dainty little 99 cent store megaphone to yell at the girls. It's, though it's really a test of fashion knowledge. Yes. Secret challenge. Our first pose is fashion mad. I almost thought it was fashion mod. So Amazon subtitles say it's fashion mag. Oh, it wasn't. It was mad. Incorrect. It was fashion mad. mad. <laughs> Amazon. I love it when this. I love it when the captions try to fix. <laughs> at They're errors. like, that can't, that can't be right. I'll make this make sense. And then the second pose, we jump up the difficulty level so high because the second pose is Richard Avedon. Hunched over high fashion. As we'll see in this episode, I think the Jays are so sick of women without fashion yes. knowledge mm -hmm. and they're getting it out of the way and that's when we get birthed our this season sarah we didn't have one last season so we got to have one this one and sarah's it's not right without deal. a sarah no it doesn't feel it's like a right. model it felt weird it this felt one's weird. got an h sarah, yeah, with, an sarah h with an h, h. Yep. sarah with an h is our smart one our fashionista and is a photographer yeah but she only won because she knew the name of the guy and she only knew because she's a professional photographer so that was bull yeah that's how it yeah, works bethany she she knew the answer so she won the trivia game bullshit rigged <laughs> also bethany your hair is terrible and looks like a rat's nest i'm gonna say it i think bethany needs some grooming <laughs> you know what i gotta bethany say needs a lot of things <laughs> i like bethany's hair I like a little crunch. Also, we are getting so many girls from Texas in this audition. She's also from Texas. We are. She's from Alice, Texas. Alice, Texas. Now we're going, as Mr. J says, we're going to take the girls over and get their heights and measures. Heights and measures. <laughs> yep. And I have a new drag name. And I usually hate the whole, like, drag name joke. Ha, ha, ha. ha, ha, ha. Anyone can do welcome it. Welcome to the ha, stage. Ha, ha, ha. However, please, welcome to the stage. Battery Farley. Battery Farley. I also wrote Battery Farley down. <laughs> Battery Farley. That's just the name of Ace? the building? I don't know. But they, like, that was a B-roll shot for them. 
that they showed multiple, multiple times. And then they just measured these girls against a loose pole. <laughs> just like a pole in the ground. They also meet Chelsea from Richmond, who is worried about her corns and bunions, but is also not wearing socks. All the other girls yeah, are wearing Well, that's socks. how she knew there was one there. <laughs> she looked down and saw it. Yeah. No, because she never wears socks. Ah. Oh. That's how she got them. Exactly. And then we get someone who I didn't remember liking or disliking, but comes out of the gate awesome, which is plus-sized Whitney from West Palm Beach. Love her. Love Whitney. Mm -hmm. And I love that she, so her storyline besides being plus-sized is that she's- And gorgeous. Her skin is flawless. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Her face is so pretty. Also, she can dress- Yes. She has, though later we see it too, she has very West Palm Beach energy. It's a lot of black and gold. Well, yeah. this is also going to be the season of the pearls. Uh-huh. They all saw Amanda last season. <laughs> but see, Whitney's whole thing is kind of being preppy. And I think yes. it's actually she pulls it off because she mm-hmm. exaggerates it. But she has the biggest bust in the competition, even with the other plus-size girls. She's got uh, 40, 40 inch. inches of, of boobies. Though, who says it that... She, it wouldn't be the biggest if she relaxed it. Miss J says that. <laughs> Is that how boobs work? I don't know what that means. That's how that works. <laughs> Does he mean she's flexing her boobs? <laughs> Me and Alexander don't know. Hannah, are you always <laughs> just tense in your breast? Just ready to go? Do you, you just, just relax? relax them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, how, uh, that's how they stay so perky. Because <laughs> I'm just constantly tensing uh, them. <laughs> Natasha. Wait, no, sorry. There's something else great. Because does some good top model math. I pointed it out for you, Hannah. (laughs) You know I love my top model math. And yes, it says, well, I'm plus size and Whitney's plus size, so there's two plus size girls. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. She did it right. That is impressive top model math. (laughs) Yeah, I love when the show just tells us exactly what we're already seeing. And then this was my backup quote of Natasha. (laughs) She says, I have a different look. I'm pretty. (laughs) Natasha! I absolutely don't think that that was an English No, is, that's what I'm saying. I don't think... There are many statements that will continue along that yeah, line. Natasha <laughs> is fully problematic no, in this episode. Natasha is, her English is not broken. She's just a crazy person with a, so <laughs> much confidence. Then we meet someone with a name that I love. We never hear it. I, Jalisha? I think we've never... We don't, I think it's Jalisha, but it's spelled... Guys, we need to talk about the Tyrons in this episode. What and how are they being employed? Whimsy. Sometimes there's a Tyron. Sometimes there isn't. Sometimes we get a full, like, three to four minutes with someone before we get yeah. their name. It was very hard to and take notes. And sometimes we get different yes. information. Sometimes we get... It was re- I had to do a lot of pausing and reversing. Sometimes we get ages. Sometimes we get hometown. Sometimes we don't. We get birth, home, home birthplaces. <laughs> Home births. We get all those home births. <laughs> Has she had a home birth? <laughs> but here's the here's the best thing about the name, though, because in Top Model, there's kind of a history of like the the let's say the more unique, the more your original name, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm like, is that just a name that I have not heard and I'm being ignorant? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I looked this up and it's a great name. It's not her, but there's a um, I'm gonna say. Jalisha. I think it's Jalisha. There's a Jalisha Cooper who's a prominent basketball player. And I was like, that's how you, that, when it's a name like this, that's not hard to spell, not hard to say, but just unique enough that if I Google just the first name, you're the only one that comes up. That's a great name. 
That mm. is a perfect brandable name. You know what I mean? If only we had heard it pronounced on the show. If, yeah. if we ever yes. spoke to Jalisha ever again. And she is a, she's one who makes the top 20. I know. They also take photos right now of all these women. And I got to say, these photos got a real American apparel vibe. You mean really pervy? Kidnappy? <laughs> yep. That's exactly what I mean, yes. You know, and they're like, be a model. And then I think we don't even meet her yet, but like Brit- oh, Brittany is just like all into it. And I'm going to say, don't like Brittany. Nope. <laughs> Not a Brittany fan. No. I've, it was all coming back to me as I was watching this because we don't get a ton of her in this episode and my brain is like bubbling with you know things are gonna happen and i was like and oh then tyra makes a strong choice a wrong choice and according to as kathleen, as kathleen says, says we hear a snorting and her, here comes tyra rolling down the stairs stepping that wasn't a bad kathleen impression <laughs> oh my kathleen is probably my best impression Ooh. so far i this season, my Jasmine is also pretty good. I don't know if I'm going to premiere it on this show, but my Kathleen is what I'm really proud of. <laughs> yeah. I, um, oh, man. Why is Tyra I, trying to fit in with people who actually went to college? Are steppers. <laughs> Not how I was going to finish the sentence. Also, <laughs> is Tyra a Sigma? No. What does stepping have to do with boot camp? With military? Nothing. Boots? <laughs> also, question conspiracy theory were the girls told to stand at attention so that no one would run up and hug tyra yeah this and she also had a tiny platform just in case tyra was done with hugging that the men had to step off of i can i say i love stepping i love step it's amazing I, i find it an incredibly impressive art form and that's one of those things that i i love seeing any sort of like artistic expression where you can tell that a lot of hours went into it and then tyra walks all over that yeah it's one of the reasons that i'm so annoyed by her insistence on performing with these guys Mm -hmm. because she makes when there is one bad stepper in a team it makes everybody else look worse also, why not just have them perform, the girls mm. cheer, and then while the girls are cheering for the performance, she, like, appears. That would be better. Also, yeah. just, like, why? I don't get the stepping thing. Like, why isn't she coming out in, like, a little general's hat and, like, an epauletted coat or something? For listeners, you couldn't see uh, Hannah's little <laughs> sassy, like, general's hat. Like, just a general's hat, just shimmying her shoulders. Just a, I know, just a general hat. And we come out in the general hat. <laughs> also, this dancing must have gone on so long because these girls look so bored. <laughs> and Whitney Clocks, Whitney knows Sigma. I think she said her mother was in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, Jessica seems so familiar. I also I wondered if she had auditioned mm, before because she looked so familiar. So I would also love to know what Tyra's knowledge of military rankings is. <laughs> oh, loose. You mean? <laughs> You mean when she calls... My Mr. and Mrs. Captains have been over there handling business for me. Miss J looks so pissed You know they have Mrs. talked J. about this so many times. Ugh. You know he has sat down with her and been like, Miss, we are not married. Also, military rank means that you're not referred to as Mr. or Miss anymore. Nope. You're referred to by your yep. rank. Mr. Captain? Mrs. Captain? <laughs> Captain... <laughs> Captain's Captain's <laughs> J. learned that you have to set up a group of people for what the response is in a call and response. Because Tyra goes, uh-huh. can you uh-huh. handle the truth? 
no, yeah, huh? Like, because <laughs> they want them to say, ma'am, yes, ma'am, which they do the that was second a time. Recreation, JW. It was just like all of them babbled. JW, I can't believe you have whisked away all of the things that Tyra says in this moment. Because number one, she is so winded from this dance, she cannot catch her breath. And she then decides, well, if I can't catch my breath, I'm just going to improv movie quotes. Because she says, I love the smell of hair and makeup in the morning. Smells like victory. But also says it in a British accent for some reason. That movie was not British. I want you to be all you can be, not bitch all you can bitch. Then she said, top guns, not top son of a gun. This And then we start this narrative that she goes, I have to tell you, this is cycle eight. She reminds us that this, she has done this eight times, that this is the eighth time. This is cycle eight. So many times as though she's gaslighting us that this is actually cycle nine. But there's also some things that she didn't do, at least in the first cycle. She's like, at certain points, she's like, this is the eighth time I've done this. And I'm like, no. No, absolutely (laughs) not. No, you haven't. We had one cycle Uh where we didn't have auditions. She makes them all pose at the end oh well that's the thing is again i don't know and i didn't look it up and i do wonder if it's anything to do with the greek system that was being represented but she just says double finger guns and she she describes it in a way that it doesn't seem like that and please listeners if you know better tell us let mm-hmm. us know it seemed like w for woman i tried very point. quickly right before this episode to look it up but i didn't even know how to search for it really as, as she tells them to pose, she says, you have to convict me that you are Top Guns. Yeah, I feel like it was Convic- just... there's only room for Top Guns. I feel like she was just trying to make them make gun things, and there was something really weird about that. And then she also said to strike it fierce. <laughs> and then this is when I said, <laughs> Mr. J needs to come over with a juice box for Tyra because her <laughs> energy then is they lagging. repeat some stuff, including Sigma, and then say, A-N-T-M-A. Which feels disrespectful in a way that overwhelmed me. <laughs> well, it also overwhelmed Renee because she then immediately starts crying for some she reason. She can tell the love that Tyra has for all of them. Well, she was doing her dance, but she has a lot of heart for us girls. Renee is just constantly leaking. Yeah. I think, yeah, Renee needs, uh, needed at this time some therapy about she could also affection. just be real postpartum-y her baby is seven months old yeah very true actually and she got married she got married seemingly mm-hmm. a month before then we get our favorite recurring character the century plaza hotel <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been to the century plaza before what what yeah where's, where's the, the belly wait a second there was definitely a time that We've there never was definitely been a century. time that hannah it was in the Lady Cat cycle, yes. quoted the Western Century Plaza Hotel. <laughs> Don't gaslight me. We this isn't this isn't Western they Century Plaza. Are this all is the Hilton in the Century, Century Plaza. Plaza family of hotels. It's in Century City, which is not Los. I mean, it is in Los Angeles, but it, it's Century City, California, not Los Angeles, as they try to. It's a Century Plaza Hotel. <laughs> and our first. Our first girl that we meet in the room is Farah, 18, Houston, Texas. And her accent is British? She's a British. real bad actress. <laughs> also, I re- this is the moment I realized how thin every girl's yeah. eyebrows are. Real arched, too. They're, this is real mm. ar- real high and, like, just yeah. a line of This hair. is probably why I overplugged mine so hard back in the day. <laughs> and then Kathleen comes in. And then from Joy around the corner, the room. Uh, screaming. 
You're so pretty. Why are you screaming so loud? Because you're so pretty. Oh, she's so cute. She keeps getting distracted by how pretty Tyra is. It's so cute. And then my favorite quote of all time. Is that your real hair? No, it's a piece, Tyra. I and thought she was going to pull it off for a second. It, like, almost once, like, pushes it up her <laughs> She's like, I do hair. They're, they immediately love her because she's immediately charming. She's a lot. Also, Kathleen has a great body. Uh-huh. And she's that very aware of it. Too small. That bikini was a little too small, but... Well, as we learned, she's not figured out how to put clothes on atop her breast yet <laughs> a little bit <laughs> true true <laughs> and then next in we've got sarah from lake zurich illinois who has a belt that is so high on her body so high so weirdly situated sarah is also trying to say that she's more mature that she's an old soul <clears throat> And so she says, I like to describe myself as 20 going on 26. Come on. Not even the upper limit age that you can do top model. Not even 27. (laughs) 20 going on 26. The oldest. She basically says her entire personality is, I want something, I get it. I believe Sarah, though. I, but that's not a personality. (laughs) Well, one thing, one thing. You know what? I'm going to argue that... Traditionally, you would be correct. I think Sarah has made it a personality. <laughs> I, the sheer force of wanting it to be her personality. The Jays. The I Jays. want this as my personality. I get this as my the personality. The Jays who stand for Sarah so hard want to mention to Tyra, hey, she won the challenge. Where's your medal? And she was like, uh, it's on that shirt. I wasn't sure if I, I was allowed to, to wear it. it. The, at the time, but they called it um, a badge of honor for ANTM boot camp. Oh my God. That I feel like was on Jay's shirt, Mr. Jay's shirt, and just pulled it off and gave it to her. It, it was all made and then up. As she leaves, someone says there's a lot of great model bone in there. <laughs> just filled with model bones. <laughs> One bone. <laughs> And then I love Cassandra too. Cassandra's next. She's 24 from Seattle. She's wearing a a garbage outfit. She's wearing everything. She's wearing all the clothes she brought with her. And then we get a Tyra three list. She said Tyra mm-hmm. says she looks like Little House on the Prairie meets Superman meets Wonder Though, Woman. No, I'm going to argue that was. I think t- the Wonder Woman was a correction to the Superman. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> sure. that's a Tyra two and a half list. <laughs> And then she's, what I love is then she's like, all right, because I think, who is it? Mr. J goes up there. Miss J goes up there Mm -hmm. and is like taking things off. And she's like, "Uh, earrings off and the bracelet and your hair down. Like Tyra is so confused by Cassandra. But most importantly (gasps) is that she had a wig sewn into her hair. Mm-hmm. And Miss J collapses all along the back, the back hairline. Can I can I say though the thing I really like about Cassandra, and we get to see small doses of it right now, is that Cassandra is kind of like a nerd. Like she she actually has kind of this like fun nerdy energy, and as we'll see, mm-hmm. a great sense of humor. Yeah, and I really like her. I enjoyed looking at her face yeah. very much. I was like, this is a face you wanted to keep looking at. Her. Although the uh, the bikini and the red boot look. Oh my god! The, she, it's not even a bikini. It's panties. It's her negligee. It goes from light pink to dark pink to hot red boots, <laughs> as if she was like I ombre, <laughs> right? 
Then we get Heather Boop Camp Dad. Looking real Veruca salty. <laughs> With a classic Tyra opening line. All right, Heather. So how do you feel about authority? Okay. Then this is where we get classic top model. We're going to take a situation that seems actually kind of bad yeah. and not address it. Because she's talking about how her dad, this is like how he would speak to her yeah. at home. And I'm like, you seem like maybe you were verbally abused yeah. by your father. Like, we need to talk about this seriously and not make a whole joke of it, top model. But, like, mm, it, there's some damage done to this Yeah, this and she's, woman. like, 18. She's one of the younger ones, too. She, I will say this, though. I didn't hate watching Mr. J do some push-ups. I mean. Look, I'll do some well push-ups too. for you, baby. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, Miss J said. No, Mr. J said, look, I'll do some push-ups for you, baby. Miss J said, I'll do a pose. You're not getting no push-ups. I don't do I don't do push-ups, yeah. baby. Mm-hmm. I'll do a pose, but you ain't getting no push-ups. Uh, uh but Miss J is clearly not here for Heather at all. Mm-mm. Yeah. And then another classic Tyra first thing out of her mouth as presented in the show. Brittany comes in looking pretty good. Looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. You thought she looked good? Yeah, for sure. That black with that red hair, it's a great look. I, no, I'm right about that one. <laughs> That's <laughs> tacky. Tacky, lacy. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. We, you can't say tacky after we just got assaulted with Cassandra. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you, need to ha- you need to fix your yardstick for the success of these people. I also said Cassandra's was terrible. <laughs> All right. So Tyra says, so uh, tell me about your insecurities. First sentence out of her mouth, and and she has a fake one. Yeah, how is your biggest insecurity your volume control? Brittany was like, I'm not going to get them to tell me a sad a a sad story out of my mouth. And then they're basically like, prove it, and she gets sort of loud, marginally louder. And then Tyra actually. So then I had a question about this this funny exchange because Tyra says, "Do you have hearing loss? Maybe." And then she goes, "Huh." And I went, oh, maybe Brittany does have hearing loss. Like, it made me think, like, mm, maybe Brittany – I don't think Brittany thought it was a joke. I don't think yeah, Brittany heard her. because she just her. goes, pardon? And then they all laugh because it is a funny – it's either a very funny joke. Which I don't think it is. Or a, a, a funny, funny coincidence. coincidence. Yeah. I think it's a funny coincidence. I am not in on uh, I'm fine Brittany with her all. in this episode. She says she's – I'm fine with her in this episode also. And I think she has a really striking look. Yeah. The face and the hair. Yeah. Like, sure. she comes in as, I just don't want what we know of, like, her kind of famous no, I know. thing later to affect how I feel about her now. Because mm-hmm. I think she has a great look. I think she, I think she's dressed well. And I, the only thing that's a little odd is that she says that basically people change their drinking schedules around when she's bartending that, because she's everyone's friend. But. I've heard bartender friends say that out loud to me too. Mm-hmm. I I had regulars. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I just I don't know if she was my bartender. If I went to Savannah, Georgia, and I sat down at her bar and she started talking at me, I would be like, mm, "Well, I'm gonna move to a table." Like I, I, I think your knowledge of later in the season might be playing on you a little bit because I don't think there's anything wrong with her in this episode. Okay, maybe. Yeah. I mean, you're entitled to your opinion about except, everything but her look because the dress was great. <laughs> except for the whole, this is a fake insecurity. This is like a this fake, is so confident, so pretty girl insecurity. Yeah. And then in struts, in a Z formation, <laughs> Natasha... I'm Natasha, I'm 21 years old, and I'm from Rich Nalis, and I was born in Russia. 
Briette. I kind of love that every time she says something, even just like, I'm blank years old, she just hits a pose. Oh, my suppose. I'm 21 uh, years old. Uh, I was British Nalice, and I'm born in Russia. Brett. All while dressed like a disco ball. <laughs> Such a shiny top. How do you feel about this outfit, Alexander? I hate it. I, Great. See, now we're on the same page again. We're back to uh, best friends. <laughs> also, when she, uh, this is the weirdest walk we've ever seen because when she walks in, her, and every time she walks, her eyes roll in her head. She's looking literally everywhere in this room. That being said, she's very good about stating less who she is and more what her plot line is. Mm. Yes. Which is We find I, out a lot of information about her. We sure we get do. a lot of information, but most importantly from a we'll we'll talk about the other stuff we figure out, but also I think it's very smart of her to come in and say this is America's next top model. Mm-hmm. As she says, I feel myself American. And she means, like, this is my country. America has given me everything that's good in my life. I want to represent America. And because I think this is I'm, the country that changed my life. It's smart. It is. It, she's already setting up her journey. She also has mm. abs for days. Yeah. Jesus. And she's Great so shape. tiny. She's so tiny. She lets them know that she got married at 18. Mm-hmm. And her husband is around 40 he's 75 i'm sure and miss j very casually goes oh how did you two meet business trip mail order and she never says mail order that those things no ne- she very and she just doesn't respond to it yep she, she just never says, says he it. changed my life that's all he says all she says sorry which look not knowing that whole sit, not knowing this whole situation it's one of those things where that is you just never know because since she doesn't reveal it you don't know if the show is playing into a stereotype and that mm-hmm. wasn't the situation and it just feels like it's that cliche or if that did happen she literally can't talk about it well that's what i was gonna say i think it's a thing where she is actively not talking about it because i think if it wasn't the case she would be like that's not like i do feel like she wouldn't she would knock it out if it wasn't the case but the fact that she does her omission comes kind of as an admission you know what i mean by not saying it she kind of confirms it i honestly it. thought it was i honestly thought it was weirder that miss J just sort of casually tossed that off like he expected it to be kind of a joke it's a, it also i usually love miss J's commentary is a little insulting mm-hmm. yeah a little insulting and then later when he's like i just want to know how many stamps it took to mail her over here i was like come that on that was man. really like offensive. come on yeah. that's too much miss yeah. J, you're better than that mm-hmm. agree but I do love the weird ballet cue, ballet music cue that they've given Natasha now. Yes. She gets Russian, Russian ballet. ballet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get our first break uh, where Kathleen, because she narrates every break. Yeah. My grandma has no booty. My mama has no booty. So therefore, I have no booty. And then she's like, I do have <laughs> She opens her sweatshirt and her tube top has written down. So she flashes. <sighs> The crew and the girls. And she. This was a genuine moment where she did not know she was doing this. Well, absolutely did not expect that to happen. Because they all freak out and she's like, what? And then she's like, oh. <laughs> I was just like, Kathleen. Can I ask a question, Hannah? Mm-hmm. As the the representative that has uh, breasticles on the, is I feel like it's happened now with Carrie D on that runway and some mm-hmm. other times in Top Model. Mm-hmm. Can you just sometimes not feel if like, 
fabric yeah. is not sometimes covering. you can't feel it it depends on really? how light the bra is for, like if you if i'm wearing a very light like no underwire just like i said like light material bralette yeah sometimes i'll look down and be like whoop interesting uh -huh. i just that's one of those things that it feels like that's you know a, a funny thing that sometimes happens on tv and whatever and i've never actually had the moment to ask like how realistic that is oh yeah is. totally realistic definitely no, although whitney backs it especially up later especially if you like um i did i once flashed a class in college because i was wearing a built-in and we were doing like a very strenuous <laughs> exercise and i was just like oh well they were out like <laughs> yeah i mean to be fair jw i've worn you know like muscle tanks where you like cut the sleeves off and down to your like waist yeah i, I wear some of those at the yeah, gym yeah where your nipple is fully out you wouldn't know i guess that's true that's true they just you know women have more meat there so there's like more opportunities for there to be a fallout as opposed to just like nip slip through the side of that ladies you got more meat there <laughs> you got yum <laughs> yum yum meat welcome to the new podcast gay men talking about breasts <laughs> every gay podcast oh so sarah keeps bragging about these five and a half inch heels chanel which chanel which are not that high felt like she was telling a story <laughs> no, she, she just kept being like they were really high five and a half inches it was for chanel and natasha goes that that wasn't chanel that natasha was, was full interrogator <laughs> yeah she's like you're lying about chanel chanel never had those shoes dior chanel never had a fashion show in cleveland <laughs> okay i understand what's going on i didn't understand what was going on when this was happening but afterwards i realized so what sarah was saying was she did like a mall show in mm. cleveland where she wore Chanel clothes. It was not a Chanel fashion show in a, at Cleveland. Mm -hmm. So they're both right. But Natasha is offended. Offended that anyone would be, say they were in a Chanel fashion show. Well, and then we not. get our first offensive quote from Natasha. And right before we say that, can I just say that one thing that's interesting about Natasha is that I wouldn't have necessarily... And you know what? This is, this is my problem for having preconceived notions. I think about Natasha a little bit. I didn't remember that she like also has some fashion knowledge. Mm -hmm. Like to yeah, know that does. is really interesting, you know, and I should give her that yeah. credit that she is very interested in fashion and modeling. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think she takes like being, I mean, they all take being a model very seriously, but I think she has an idea in her head of what a model is model and is, is trying yeah. to become that. Uh, but her idea of what a model is, is not great because she says there are girls uh, really masculine, and they're just not supposed to be here. <laughs> well, to be fair, she only knew two phrases in English when she arrived. I love you, and my name is Natasha. Hi, my name is Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> when that was revealed, and Kathleen and another one of the girls are cracking up at that, I actually found that moment funny because she was just, it was the way Natasha delivered it. Yeah, too. She's like, yeah, I she was something. telling a story. I yeah. love you. And hello, my name is Natasha. And that is very funny. <laughs> it's just also like, because the show never really addresses like, is this about human trafficking? Mm. Hope not. Well, I'm going to give it a benefit of the doubt. I know there's a future episode where we learn a little bit more about our family. So I'm interested to see sure. what we pick up. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, in the background of this are blown up versions of the Tyra magazine posters <gasps> of the pages, including the one that says Tyra takes on race. And now all I can think of is like, was that real? 
No. Was that a real article that came out? It wasn't oh a real magazine. <laughs> They're in the background of so they set up the Century Plaza, Western, Eastern, Northern, wherever it may be. <laughs> no, 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 with no. Post she framed just, posters of the magazine. Just, it always looks like that in there. She endowed the conference room. <laughs> So they have to keep the posters. Which is why they didn't go to the Bellage this season. (laughs) It's like the bank swing of the Century Plaza Hotel. (laughs) So Michelin comes in with flower buns looking terrible. Yeah, I love Michelin, but the the hair was a choice. Mm -hmm. Takes them off. They wipe off her makeup. She looks so good. And she loves hot couture. Christian Dior, hot couture. The hottest of couture. That honestly might be what lasted for her right there. Yeah, honestly. And... The number of tattoos, I'm going to say, including the lower back tattoo of Frankenstein's yes. monster's Yeah, face. that was not a good look. Also, the roses in the armpits was questionable. And yeah. I mean, I am intrigued by a woman who, when getting a lower back tattoo, chooses... Frankenstein. Frankenstein's monster. monster's face. Yeah. I Well, that's the thing, is that I think... And she makes a little bit of her storyline of, I can still model with tattoos like this. I want girls to see girls like me a little bit more like, you know, rock and roll, for lack of a better word. Mm. And it's just the what the tattoos are of. And I love horror yeah. movies, but a lot of them are just horror movie references and they're way too specific mm-hmm. to work in a lot of modeling situations. Yeah, if there's, you don't know also if is there going to be like, does somebody own that image? Or are we going to need 100%. to ask hundred percent. That's the from- thing is, Paramount I Studios. I feel like she's got a lot of trademarked images up. It's not like Future Cycles Alina, who has a lot, but they're kind of, they're just... Designing. They're they're monochromatic. They're words. They're a little bit like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, more general as opposed to a super specific, this is Jason Voorhees. It's just like, it wasn't going to fly on this show at this time, yeah. I don't think either. Mm-hmm. Uh, next in is Samantha. Who is the... Who, Pence in Alabama, the only girl with thick eyebrows here. She's never walked in front of people. <laughs> no, and she's very. <laughs> that was a great. <laughs> that was a great funny quote. She's very insecure about her missing tooth, uh, but it's way in the back. It ain't no Joni situation. Mm-mm. And she's very pretty, but she keeps looking down, which is like not a great. She's just shy. I guess I like yeah. Samantha's. She's look. never walked in front I, of people. Yeah, I like her. Next, we get Melissa. Who I did not recognize at first. It, I, I was like, who's this girl we've never met? Oh, it's that girl from the beginning. Because she looks like the draggiest drag queen that ever dragged. Really? I didn't find her to look that way. I, I don't know. I love Melissa from start to finish. I mean, I really I like her. I just thought her. it was an outfit. I, do, I did love Mr. J being like, you just got to get the pearls off before yeah. we talk. <laughs> She's from the Bronx, and the Bronx doesn't recognize third place. It doesn't recognize second place. It only recognizes first. Love that energy. But we know she's a good friend. Yep. Because she let her friend borrow her weave. But then, twist. Had to get it back. For the show. Then put it in herself, but not all the way, because she's able to pull tracks out when she's in the interview room. She just pulls one out. I'm like, just please let her make it to the makeover episode at this point. This girl deserves uh, a makeover. And I, she has a face that I think gets more beautiful the longer that you look at it. Yes. And eventually we'll see some pictures of her. And I, again, she, she's my person this cycle that I'm surprised didn't get I agree. In. Really surprised she didn't mm-hmm. get Me too. it. And then, talk about surprise at this point. Surprise they didn't get in. This is surprise they did get in from this edit. Because she doesn't Dion get a good next. edit. I 
love Dion. <laughs> Dion's so I like funny. Dion. I'm saying, all right, I'm I'm Dion. I'm from Montgomery, Alabama. I went to ASU. I'm a mother. I have three sisters. I'm a former pianist. I used to have a pet tarantula named Sassy. She died. My favorite food is spaghetti. Then T-bone steaks with salad. My favorite color is blue. And then they cut away from Dion. <laughs> they give us a commercial <laughs> break for Dion. Because <laughs> Miss J has started becoming, like, going on his phone. Yes, his bedazzled, his fully bedazzled flip phone. Flip phone. We get our funny dancing montage that's mostly Felicia. Then we meet a new girl, Natalie, who loved Audrey Hepburn in Dinner at Tiffany's. I'm sorry, lunch at brunch at Tiffany's. And then we cut back, back to, to Dion. Dion. <laughs> <sighs> she likes to swim, but not past eight feet. She likes to wear long. Hold on a second. Why are you not going past eight feet? <laughs> yeah, I love the specificity. Here's the thing: Dion is for all this. It's not. It's babbling. It's, as Mr. J calls it, diarrhea of the mouth, but it is specific. Mm-hmm. It's so specific because eight feet is, well, like, seven feet should be dangerous for you. Why is eight feet the one? All right, Miss J stopped looking at his phone, was like, Not huh, looking what's... at it. He can't look at it. He's talking on it. <laughs> oh, that's right. He was talking, wait, eight feet? And then it's like, oh, that answer's boring. And then goes back to his phone call. And then she says she likes to wear long hair in colors 1B and 30. And then we get a lesson uh, hair dye which i appreciate it because i didn't know stuff like that because mm-hmm. tyra's like oh the 1b is the black and then the 30 is the red because apparently tyra also has 30 but in. she has like the opposite or something yeah it was interesting i i went down a, a little google rabbit hole of just learning about like the numbers assigned. we're missing we're missing dion's passion which is dentistry i love that her passions are i love it in dentistry. i love it i think it's fabulous <laughs> That she dreams about being a model and also cleaning someone's teeth. And I fully buy it. I do, too. I also just find her stunningly gorgeous. She is. I mm. just, it, it's, it's... Great smile. It's like she... Great proportions in her face. Yeah. I really hope that we find out in her update that she became a successful dentist. Yeah. Yes. That would make me really happy. A deontist? <laughs> Wow. Perfect joke, perfect joke, perfect joke. Mm-hmm. Jennifer made a perfect joke. <laughs> I tipped my sassy general cap to you. Is that a tarantula named Sassy? Thank you. <laughs> she died. Her name is Sassy, but she died. <laughs> <laughs> then the judges prepare themselves. Brace yourselves, girls. Brace yourselves. They all grab hands. And then Jasmine walks in, still amazing, Walker. Mm-hmm. Love Jasmine. But now she's now she's boring. We miss the old Jasmine. How dare you? How Oh no girl, don't make me turn it up. How motherfucking dare you do this to Jasmine? Mm-hmm. And knowing she gets on the show. But they're like, we miss that cha cha diva. Where's that fire? And she's like, it's still there, but you told me to get rid of it. Yeah, you absolutely told me mm-hmm. the opposite feedback the very last time I was here, last cycle. And yes, she still walks like this all day, every day. She gives a little energy of John Leguizamo and Tuong Fu. <laughs> Here for it. Here for Jasmine. No, I love Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Then Jessica comes in, and I just wrote the note. No, no, no. Stop. Please stop. Well, her whole... Uh, you know what? I didn't mind Jessica so much. I don't think she should <sighs> be on the show. I didn't find her plausible as a model. And her thing with Tyra that Tyra kind of forced her into was this like... Yeah, it felt like they only let her on so Tyra could finally demonstrate her quote-unquote accent. Yeah. Yes. But... But someone who finally actually shared her quote-unquote accent. I appreciate about Jessica is she really seemed to want to be here and when she doesn't get on, she burns it down instantly 
I love yes. it. Yes. Also, Jessica is should be insecure about her volume control because she seems like she's the one with volume, not Brittany. Well, to be fair, the only thing we got to see was her yell because Tyra made her. <laughs> sure, sure. She also said, Tyrify me, baby, which is great, and I can't believe the show didn't steal it. <laughs> yeah, right. Seriously. I... Renee is next. Mm-hmm. And another classic Tyra opening question. <laughs> How's married life like for such a young girl? Yikes. Which feels weird because we've had women married this young on the show yeah this isn't Uh new she also does not project young and innocent no i would say renee has had a rough life also dion is has already talked about being a mother and she's Mm -hmm. they're the same age yeah and natasha is like not much older now i didn't make a lot of fashion notes but renee's crop top (laughs) is the most cropped top that I, <laughs> I like. I couldn't. I couldn't figure out Renee's body proportions. Yeah, it was so weird. I couldn't figure out Renee's timeline because <laughs> she says she lives in Maui, but actually she's living in Palm Springs right now, and her husband is in Maui, but her seven-month-old child is with her and her mom in Palm Springs. But mm-hmm. then they show a photo of her wedding, and it looks like she got married in a cornfield in Idaho. And I am very confused where... Uh, well, I'm trying to remember, because I, I don't remember if her husband is in the military. That's what I thought, too. Which is but... what I assumed from the Hawaii thing. She also was wearing a dog tag, but also they got dog tags when they were put yes. in their tire, uh, top model boot camp. And I couldn't tell yeah. what was what with that. Mm-hmm. I thought that, too. Although you think they would want to like really emphasize that part of the storyline, but maybe not yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she just comes in so strong. Mm-hmm. She's not a complete bitch or anything like that. No. But when she has something to say, she's going to say it. No, I'm quoting her. <laughs> I, I know. I know. And that was my reaction in At time. The time. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Know thyself, Renee. But let's go ahead and talk about something fun. Let's talk about burps and farts. Burps and farts. Kathleen tells us that she's both a farter and a burper. <laughs> and I said, maybe get some Beano. <laughs> I like that they're having this real conversation. In fact, everyone in the room seems to like, they're like, hey, we're models, but we're disgusting people. Mm. Except for Natasha. Natasha, <laughs> who thinks models should be ladies. She is so horrified. And instead of just laughing it off, which is what you should do. Yeah. Uh, Renee gets very offended. By Natasha getting offended. Uh-huh. And <laughs> then Natasha gets very offended and says that she's tired of Renee telling her bad stuff about her. <laughs> Natasha's, ba- no, Natasha's uh, tired of Renee calling her a bitch in front of everyone. No, but she literally says, I'm tired of you telling me bad stuff about me. I'm a nice person. And then Renee, in the tactic of middle school girls everywhere, goes, can we vote on that? (laughs) The assembled room. And then, y'all, Cassandra's impression of Kathleen. And then Natasha. So good. SNL worthy. (laughs) Yeah. She needs one more character, and she's ready to go. (laughs) She's got a reel. Yeah. Jasmine is next. (laughs) And finally, Renee says, I'm not here to have you try and tell me how to live my life. And I'm like, this is all because she says that she thinks farting is gross. Yes, this is deep-seated Renee damage is the problem. Yeah, and also, I think it's she doesn't express it well, but it's okay if Natasha's like, 
I think farting and burping is gross. That's okay. Yes. Plenty of people do. Yeah, mm. I do. Yeah. And then we get lovely, lovely Whitney. Yay. Whitney is just so great. And I love that she can't keep her boobs in say, her dress. The one, the one that knock against go? her, the one <laughs> knock against Whitney is her boobs do not want to stay in that tube top dress. Technically, it's the two knocks against Whitney. <laughs> hey I just love that Tyra keeps having to signal her. <laughs> like I don't know if Tyra then, listened to one word that Whitney said. <laughs> no. And then Whitney's like, and then Tyra keeps doing. It. She's like, oh, I didn't pull it up enough. But the problem oh, is, it's a. Am I busting? Am I busting out? <laughs> this is the problem. It's a dress. It's on a top. So what Whitney's yeah. done is she's pulled it down to cover her bits down below. But then when she keeps pulling it up, it then starts like scooching up, and her dress, her skirt keeps getting shorter and shorter. But she's great. Yeah, she goes to Dartmouth. Uh, the confessional look, look is very w- Real Housewives of West Palm Beach. And she's here to be a plus-size model and win. She's here to revamp the way people think about plus-size models. Mm-hmm. She can't walk very well. And she has a bit of a hungry butt. But, <laughs> but it's okay for the plus-size models. That's her deal. Let her butt be hungry. Uh, she's, also, she's also wearing white heels, so we know Hooker. Those white pumps. <laughs> or... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, white, housewives. white pumps are, it's like such a strong look, Hannah. It is. No, I'm, I do not and disagree. It's, <laughs> and it's hooker. Hooker. I just like the whole black and white look. I thought it was just, I think the look itself is fine. I just, the it was once the brown, it, once it got down to a brown bathing suit and white pumps. And the white pump. Well, yeah. yeah. We have a whole shoe story here going this episode. <laughs> Next we get JL. Instantly breaks down she came into this not understanding why she was chosen at all which i i kind of get that energy of she's never seen herself as model s she you know mm-hmm. she did it on a whim probably maybe eugenia style just saw it on a website and was like okay i'll do this this will be fun i mean jl probably seems like she does everything in her life on yeah a whim at this point i forgot the storyline or the fact that she was half black and half jewish Mm -hmm. completely yeah and i think it's partly because her hair is so bleached yeah she looks paler but then when they show a picture of her mom she looks exactly like her mom yeah she really does but she doesn't follow the drum beat of everyone else (laughs) and top model has never really gotten a handle on the beat (laughs) marching to the beat of a drum metaphor that is just not a thing they're gonna learn nope I assume we're not talking about her cut-rate Moulin Rouge uh, Lady Marmalade outfit because she's just a full wackadoo. But, like, she comes in with, like, a tutu and a corset and a... Well, and and wears that again. Yeah. Uh, Wears it again in different colors. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, she brought multiple. Okay. Here's the thing. And I know the two of you know way more about fashion. However, that being said, I like someone like J.L. who comes in with, like, a fun brand for herself. Like, I think it's, I think it's fun and it's interesting fun. to wear a tutu. And honestly, I think she generally pulls it off. Is it the best thing for a model on a go-see? Absolutely not. Is it good for someone auditioning for this show? Absolutely. Sure. And I think there's something yes. very fun about it. I will say, it feels like authentic Lisa. Whereas mm. Lisa, the tutu is like, okay, you're trying to be like, Cookie. Okay. Yeah, what did you pull like, out of your costume box? It doesn't seem like JL has a costume box. No, it doesn't feel put on for JL. No. That feels like exactly what JL was wanting to wear that day. Like she woke up. She's you know when you know when you're like a young kid and you're like, today I'm wearing a bathing suit and a tutu. Yeah. 
Like that's mm-hmm. what JL is like. She wakes up and like only Joy wants to put on like whatever she wants. Which I find so charming. No, it, I'm not saying it's not charming. I'm saying it's not fashion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joy and fashion don't coexist, and I just need to learn it. Yes. It's genuine self-expression. Not fashion. Which can be fashion. Sometimes. But when you're an aspiring model, probably not so much. But <laughs> I do think it's not a bad choice for the audition episodes. No, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Because then we get the plainest person, even though I like them. Diana comes in, and once again, we don't really talk about the fact that her dad was super abusive to her. Well, we talk about it a little but, at bit. At least a little bit. Yeah. I guess. We do not talk about the cropped sweater shrug that she's wearing. I mean, she is, I will say, she's very put together. Going off, especially comparing her directly to JL, who seems yes. like kind Those of seem off the rails. Like polar personality opposites. She seems about as well adjusted as a person can be. Mm-hmm. Especially when she's apparently come from an emotionally abusive parent. She's super, she's giving me very, and I think it's because also her name is Diana. She's giving me like calm Big D. Like, remember when uh, Diane like calmed down? This is like another notch down is Diana. She just, she speaks really well about her experiences. Yeah. She's really composed. She seems like she fully has her shit together. And there's the most, and, and, and there's like the suspense of will they ever take two plus size people in the same cycle, mm. which seems so quaint now. Yeah. But at the time, we didn't even have one in certain cycles. And the ones yeah. that were in cycles, not one of them had even made it overseas yeah. yet. Or sometimes, or sometimes the storyline became they are now plus. It's like, okay. yeah, exactly. So that's a big part of it is that, you know, she keeps mentioning that her and Whitney are in kind of direct competition because she thinks they'll only take one, yeah, which rightfully course. so. Mm-hmm. She's seen the show. Yeah. Diana's, Diana's watched this. Then we meet Tyra, basically. Felicia. Baby Tyra. From Houston. Baby Tyra. Well, Tyra tries to give her an out. And Felicia doesn't take nope. that out because Fel- uh, Tyra is like, "Oh, you you really look like Beyonce. You're from Houston, like the light hair. You look like Beyonce." She's like, "I've actually been told here and at other places that I look like you." <laughs> and I'm like, "Wrong." Hate other models who look like them and are younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Janice hated it. Yeah, Tyra hates it. <laughs> You didn't watch last season when Christian got uh, evaporated immediately? Mm-hmm. Also, Felicia comes in with saying there's only two people that are her, are, are her competition. Mm-hmm. Jasmine, Melissa with the looks. The rest of them are just cool to talk to. I love, I love that the, she says the rest of them are just girls to talk to. Just cool to talk to. Just cool. Just cool to talk to. And then she, she, she re-chants the boot camp chant out, which is charming. Mm-hmm. She also has some insane eyebrow makeup. The highlight is she needs both makeup and hair help. She is someone who the makeover episode is going to very much help them in the competition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then we have Sarah with the fashion facts. Mm -hmm. Sarah tells us that plus size means you have to be between size 12 and 14. And Whitney is perfect. Man, that's a narrow range of plus size. Yep. You can be two sizes to be plus size. Uh-huh. Yep, that's it, Hannah. <laughs> Don't you dare be more or less. J'adore Kathleen. Because she basically says how gorgeous Diane, Diana and mm-hmm. Whitney are. And like... And Kathleen says they could be big competition. How Yay! dare she? <laughs> you knew what you were doing, Kathleen. You knew did it. Did she? I don't know that Kathleen I don't think did. She did. I think she, Kathleen just speaks... 
and 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 gems come out from <laughs> it like, gave me energy for when people called Anshul big fat competition or whatever they <laughs> big said. Big fat fake. Big fat fake. Yeah. So then the, we get to the Jays in a hallway. It's time for the first cut. <laughs> this is my favorite. So Miss J goes, this is the part that I absolutely hate. And then Mr. J goes, we both hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because, and, and the girls immediately assume they're talking about cuts and it's like no 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 right, right. the girls have to run at them and they have to stand them they're just clearly producing or the production team is like you have to do this you have to it's a tradition but i just love that miss j is like i hate it mr j is like uh, no we both we both we, we both hate, hate it. it we both yeah. hate this but at least it's not no one's gonna get a paper cut this time yes thank god so the girls are told they're gonna have to run in uh, where they'll find gift bags with Mark Echo Fashion Party invitations. And Kathleen says, I loved this. Kathleen says that it feels like butterflies are destroying I her know, stomach. I love that. Not butterflies just in your stomach. They were wrecking that. Destroying <laughs> them. Throwing over the vases. She's terrified of butterflies and moths. <laughs> These bridesmaid <laughs> party gift bags. The, the Jays say that if they get an invitation... They have to immediately get ready, get dressed to go to this party because just like at every fashion party, there will be photographers. Hey, JW, you've been to a fashion party. Sure. Was there a photographer? Yeah, probably, actually. Or was there a person with a camera that just took, <laughs> they were the designated picture taker? I mean, I wasn't a competition, so. Great. <laughs> I don't know. Then the, then the Jays turn to the side so that the girls don't, knock them over blow mm-hmm. around them like the rushing river <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, and then we learn that the photos are on tags on the bags which is at least way more safe than a lot of the ways they've been doing this and that they will represent the young girls continuing on in the competition Ooh. why was that said like that because they're all quite young there's no old ass like robin <laughs> or jade or melrose <laughs> they're all fresh and young yeah I just say girls or contestants. Yeah. Now, young girls is just always going to It's always going to make us think 12. So I have the list and I don't have to recount this time. I found all nice. all, uh, all 20. All right. And we're showing it in thankfully like sequence of 3s, which is really easy to, for me to pause it and uh, <laughs> perfect. Write it down. All right, so we get Bethany, Lauren, who you've never met, Mm-mm. Kathleen, great. Jalisha, Sarah, Dion, great. Heather, Chelsea, Samantha, Felicia, Brittany, Natasha. Did we meet Chelsea? We met Chelsea way at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. She had like one talking head that was okay. that was one of yeah, those yeah, general yeah. like, and there's the Jays. Mm-hmm. She was the one with she was the one with corns and bunions. Uh, yes. Then we have Cassandra, Hannah, who we've never met. Uh Melissa. Did we meet Yes? Hannah, we never met her. Yeah. Jasleen, Renee, Diana, Whitney, JL. And then Michelin starts crying that JL got in. Mm-hmm and personality means more than looks apparently which if you watch the show before doesn't yes. yeah <laughs> well, also sarah was apparently michelin's best friend ever because they have each other's numbers and are going to be best oh. friends forever we also another person that we leave wait the, another person that we did see a decent amount of we never talked about was anna 
Anna was this cycles, at least that we saw who presented Asian American. And the show mm. really doesn't have a great track record. Oh, I don't Has I didn't ever see her name. She, we got a picture of her with her name when they were taking their, their American. The American apparel yeah, photos. Sure. Yeah. And she just, she's just, and I don't, she was gorgeous. I don't know. I really like her. The show just doesn't have a great reputation, doesn't have a great habit. Asian representation? No. No. They always seemed like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll let one be a semifinalist, but they're never going to be let on the show. Yeah. Then Jessica lights a match. Whoop! And burns the Century Plaza down. She storms out of the room and says that she needs to go back to work. So theoretically, she like took a shift off. And then is able to pick up a shift as she exits the hotel. That was the intent of that sentence, and I loved it. I love the idea mm-hmm. that she works at the Century Plaza. And she <laughs> went back and just put on her concierge name tag, <laughs> got back to work. Yeah. So then we go to the party, and it seems like Mark Echo is hitting on Kathleen. You guys look all right. I can't even front. <laughs> Thanks, Mark Echo. So glad to be at your fashion party. And then Jermaine Dupree and Jonta Austin come in. Jermaine Dupree has apparently never met a tall woman before. Uh, I mean, he is very short. Uh, and Whitney understands how this game is run. Yep. <laughs> they, they're they all kind of getting to direct their own photo a little bit because yeah. it seems like, like Kathleen makes the strong, incorrect choice to like, literally get on the table this whole thing was bizarre yeah this was so weird if it had been like a you're walking into an industry party and there's going to be a mini red carpet photo that would have made sense to me yes if there had been a there is going to be a photographer sort of circling and taking candids in a way where if you're a successful model and you're at an industry party that happens you can do that would have made sense to me but the whole let's go to this empty table so i can pose on it like it's a shoe ad which would never happen at a party was bizarre to me whitney is the only one that gets it i think it was so weird and the judges especially tyra later into it and she's saying that like that's the kind of thing she would do and mr j is immediately like no you would not and then she's like, see, photos, photos. And none of them are them getting on a table like it's a shoe ad. And then Natasha starts dancing. And Kathleen's like, mm, Natasha should turn it down a notch. And when Kathleen is telling you to turn it down a notch, though, I, I will say, I, it's so unfortunate because she, we know she doesn't last long in the cycle. I am just head over heels in love with Kathleen. I find her charming. I find her gorgeous. I find her pictures great. Super plausible. And yeah. also, I like that she's a hairstylist because that makes sense in terms of you can see the trend. For like her and Sarah, you can see like, oh, you're so interested. The translation. You're so interested in fashion in some way, shape, or form that you've figured out another career where you could pursue the idea of it a little bit. Sorry. I'm like already mad about her impending doom. Yeah. But I think this is this is one of the myths that Tom Model likes to sort of perpetuate and then not follow through on, which is that we could pick a girl off the street and turn her into America's Next Top Model. It is very hard to come on the show. And Kathleen says that she has never done any modeling at yeah, all. Sure. I don't think you can be successful on the show if you haven't at least like done a session with a photographer or met with a runway coach once or something like that. If you truly come in with no practical experience, it's not going to go well for you. Yeah, that's fair. Is question, and then we'll continue on to the Jays. Russell Bear, who is the photographer, 
says something to Diana that seemed very rude. Which was? Which is, what kind of model are you? Hand. Yeah. I'm a hand model. <laughs> I missed that like, question. That's such it, a weird way and to then say he, it. Like, then he complimented her, but then it was like, Oh, are you saying this because she's tall and like plus size? What he I, was definitely trying to get her to just talk about being plus size for some reason. I think she was like, "I'm a confident model." Yeah, right? Is what she she said some like ridiculous thing after, which was great. But it was just mm-hmm. like, why did you say that? And why did the show keep it in? So, guys, this is the eighth time we have to do this. <laughs> this time it is eight times, I guess. Yeah, they've always had to narrow down the pool, probably. But also, it's not the eighth point. time you've had to do a cut. It's like the 16th time. <laughs> the 24th time. The final cut? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Miss J is so pissed about not getting my favorites always mm-hmm. disappear. So I'm not saying anyone. Every time I speak about my favorites, they disappear. <laughs> Britney's first. I think her photos are terrible. I thought at least one of them was fine. I thought they were fine. Yeah. Mr. J says she has yeah. potential. Cassandra's next. Cassandra's party pick is great. So yeah. good. And yeah. they say that at least she knew to sew her wig in the right spot. I mean, Which, yeah. Natasha is next, and her t- photos are terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really bad. Given the kind of villain edit she got and the pictures. I'm shocked they didn't goop her right here. And I'm like, kind of surprised like, she got on. Well, he even, yeah. Mr. J even said during her initial audition with them that she's much more beautiful in person than her photographs show. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, she's a great character. Yeah. Diana is next. Her photos are pretty okay. She's gorgeous in photo, like in person, mm-hmm. I think. Still is problematic. Whitney's next. Once again, like her skin is gorgeous. I hate. So Tyra says her photo is gorgeous. She looks great. And Tyra says about Whitney, like uh, like she's pretending to be someone watching the show. If she loves herself, that means that I can love myself too. Like it should be harder for Whitney to love herself when she is stunning. Because Tyra doesn't love herself. That really, really bothered me. Like it should automatically be harder for a plus size woman to love themselves and their body. Yeah, that was, man, I hate that it's kind of, it's kind of like that thing where anytime there was this tradition for a while, it's the I love my curvy wife syndrome, where mm. it's anytime someone who is not like the ideal societal version of what a body is that posts like a, you know, a shirtless photo or a bikini shot or whatever, it's brave. Yeah. And not just like any other person and wanting to have fun and show off their bikini bod or whatever it is. Like Whitney has to be brave. She can't just be gorgeous. I think there's a way to say representation is important, which is true without being like, well, it's harder for her to do this. It's just, it's like, where it doesn't seem like that's the case for Whitney or Diana at it's all. It's like a lot of top model stuff. The intent is often quite good. The language mm-hmm. surrounding it is roof. Deanna's next. Her photos are pretty good. Yeah. And Mr. J says that he loves that she has diarrhea of the mouth because you can't hear in a photograph. I mean. <laughs> Bethany full denim No, thank outfit. you. <laughs> this is also the era of like this slightly one up one size up from tiny purse that slung right over your shoulder and lived in your armpit. Yeah. They got real wet and slimy. Yeah. <laughs> Felicia's next. Uh, not, it's not my cup of tea. Like, but again, the, 
the kind of foundation of a great model is there. I think Felicia mm -hmm. just, again, it's hair makeup styling issues. I think they yeah, can maybe I think it. they can see, wow, she she has, you know, she has the the bones of this. She has a model, model bone. bone, but she also has a great personality. And she does look really young. Yeah. And they like a couple people yes. always who look really young. It's a little kizzy, like hmm. where they and future um fountain of youth. Ebony. Ebony. Never 30. Yep. Yeah. Proof of eternal youth. Heather is next. I still don't understand her face. Yeah. She doesn't take very good photos. JL's next, and she looks it's they're pretty good, actually. Yeah, JL's photos are fine. I think JL gives a little bit of Michelle from last cycle energy. It's mm. like she doesn't necessarily mm -hmm. know what she's doing. But has a really striking look. And what she naturally does is kind of pretty mm. good. She can't think about it too much. Yeah. yeah. Kind of, you know what I mean? Once she once she thinks about it, she's gonna mm -hmm. like tip over. Melissa's next. No, I'm sorry, Kathleen is next. Her face is very tight. But her body looks great, even on this ridiculous shoe ad pose. And it looked good. It just wasn't what would ever happen at a party. Yeah. But I, I love that she took the creative risk to do that. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course. Melissa's party pick is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Looks so stunning in the, in the like party photo. It's perfect. That face. It's like an ad. Mm -hmm. How did she not get on? How did she not get on the show? I don't know. That seems crazy to me. Because Jasmine's on the show. And they, she's the same person in their mind. I disagree, but I'm saying Ugh. Renee's next. Her photo that at the party looks so party hoochie. photo. I didn't even. I just thought it looked weird. She looks contorted. Uh, so strange. All her character and determination contorted her in <laughs> such a way. Samantha is kind of nothing in her photos, but they did take time out of their busy schedule to shade Janice. <laughs> We always have time for that on Top Model. And, and we get we get Top Model math. 85, 127, 134, a million. A million. <laughs> Sarah is, I think, better in photos than she looks on moving camera. I think mm. that's fair. Like, I wasn't understanding, I wasn't understanding yeah. Sarah's look until I saw her in a photo. I was like, oh, she gets I it. just love that both of the J's know that Tyra's not into what Sarah is bringing to the table, but both of them oh are God. like, she is going to be great to work with. She's super mm. knowledgeable. She's got great, those model bones. Like, Let us have our fashion yeah. girl. Let us please have this cycle, Sarah. Well, they what I love is like they both, they get to Sarah and both of them just are like, hmm? we are not going to say anything. And then are just like, she is the only one. <laughs> yeah. Sarah is just a present that Tyra bestows upon the Jays. <laughs> then Jasmine, who looks gorgeous in her photos. Uh, we get nothing of Lauren, Hannah, Jaleesha, or Chelsea. Nope. We just it they never evaporate them. No yeah. tension. Like, no, well, it'll, it'll, no. Never, it'll never cease to boggle me how we take the time to show who gets in most of the time, not even every cycle for these top 20, but don't even have like a quick moment. Like uh, the, the the 10 seconds of a one photo from like Hannah or whoever, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Also Tyra did, did not come to play in this. You know, well, normally she has like a gown on. This was just a gray pantsuit. <laughs> she couldn't have cared less. This is the eighth time we have to do this. Again, we're, why are we? Also, that's not true because it didn't happen in cycle two. No audition episode. Oh my God. Wait, what if this had all been like a Hanukkah theme? 
<laughs> That's the only reason why eight would be significant. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, missed opportunities. <laughs> yes. New theme. Kudos. I would love to see top model just completely butcher the cultural relevancy. <laughs> Of, I oh man I can't wait to see how they actually treat Orthodox Jewish Esther like one of the most beautiful yeah. contestants ever. All right, so this call-out order is full nonsense. I didn't think it was as nonsensical as some of the other call-out orders we've had. The first one's the only one that bothers me because first call-out is Natasha, who seems like she almost didn't make Maybe, it on the show. Okay, I guess when I'm thinking about this first call-out order, I'm no longer thinking about like how a photo call-out order in an actual episode would work. I'm thinking of, like... Story. Guess who's... Yeah, guess who you get to be excited about seeing on this show. And they do pick one of the correct last people. They do pick a good last person. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, they do. Who who deafens everyone around her. I also thought she... I assumed she was going to be first pick. Yeah. Kathleen. Me too. Because nobody else is going to match the level of excitement, so I'm like, you might as well get it out of the way first. Yeah. Yeah. Natasha, though, grabs onto Kathleen and pulls her into the most unwanted hug since Naima. Then Sarah. And then Cassandra goes up and Sarah goes, hells yeah. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah lost Michelle. Oh, yeah. Sarah lost Michelle. And so she's like, new friend Cassandra. Just need it. Sarah's a best friend needer. So then we put Renee yep. and Samantha, who I also forgot was on the I... show. Swap out Samantha for Melissa right now. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Then, then Dion. Yay. Yay. Then Whitney. And then a smash cut to Diana. And also, I want to say it right now. I watched this entire episode writing, listening, and saying her name in my head as Diane. To the (laughs) point that when later we hear... Tyra say Diana I'm like did Tyra mess up her name <laughs> that's how much she gives me Diane instead of Diana energy and I have I have she no idea Diane why I, 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 I in my head I was like her name's Diane her name's Diane it's so weird to me anyway all right then after Whitney is Brittany Whitney and Brittany then Felicia Felicia who somehow messed up her hair worse <gasps> she put only one side of it up <laughs> I don't know. Then JL, who I y'all know. in the long shot looked It's insane. not so much the tutu. It's the ankle warmers over the heels. Yes. It's also, she just chooses one color. <laughs> she chose mm-hmm. red. And because again, I actually think it could be an interesting brand if the rest of the outfit was really posh, really sleek, really chic. And a tutu. I think there's a way to really pull that off as a brand. A real big problem was the ankle warmer. Okay. Even if it had been a leg warmer, I would have been like, I see where you're kind of like kooky yes. ballerina. Like, I see where you're going yeah. with this. Little but like, 80s. what is this woolen spat moment? Just ankle. She keeps saying, I get to come. I get to come. Which is kind of sweet because like, JL just wants friends. Yeah. But then when they cut to back, like, they cut and they have all the girls who've been called mm-hmm. lined up. JL's she can't like, contain herself. <laughs> She's so excited. <laughs> She's still dancing. Mm-hmm. Which continues to, like, the child who woke up already sugar hide. So then Jasleen gets second to last call out for no goddamn reason. 
I think they just wanted to keep her in suspense. I think in an, in any other cycle, she would have been the last call. I thought she was going to be the last mm-hmm. picked because it would be such a journey of didn't get... Is she our first one that came back back-to-back cycles and got in the second time? Yes. Yes, I think so. Yes. Yeah, exactly. They actually had two amazing last call-out potentials, and they just went with Diana, which was good. And I liked her saying, like, why did you do that to me? That was cute. And she was, she's just so moved and excited. It's pretty great. You know what? You know what wasn't cute, though? Tyra saying, it was like, wow, we've made history for first time ever. Two yes. plus had many. I'm like, that was your fault. You chose Let's that. Let's pat ourselves on the back for overcoming the restriction <laughs> that we put on ourselves. You had Mary and Takara. Like, it was there earlier. You could have done it. Kathleen says that this is like Alice in Wonderland, which makes no sense, and I love it. <laughs> and Melissa's obvious. Melissa's the only one that I feel like we know that didn't get in. Yeah, we know a little bit about Bethany, but the one we like, like mm-hmm. the one we like is but Melissa. Melissa. Yeah, and she says something really great. She says, um, "Tyra liked me, so many more people out there are gonna like me," which is just a great attitude to walk away from an audition with. It's true, at least for us. We all like mm-hmm. Melissa. Yeah. She came across great. Should have gotten in. Sure. Should yeah. definitely have gotten in over either Samantha or Felicia, I think. Sure. Yeah. Definitely yeah. Samantha for me. Samantha was just, she's not your only small town girl. And all she had going for yeah. her was small town girl. I always forget how we end these. Audition um, episodes? Audition episodes. This, this is a pretty good, it's a pretty good lineup though. There isn't anyone in there where I'm like, what were you thinking? No. This is, this is, the, the cycles are starting to be an interesting mix of they want personality as well as model potential. While as in earlier cycles, sometimes it felt like they went for model potential first and just hoped a personality was there. This time they're off the bat because you have some big personalities in here. Natasha, Jasmine, mm-hmm. I'll say Whitney, I feel like has a different kind, but like a big personality. Renee, JL. Yeah, exactly. So like, I think at this point it is actually, the scales have now tipped and it is more of a reality show yes. than mm-hmm. a modeling competition mm-hmm. show. So the casting equation changes yeah and who knew we would have so many accents in one one cycle i like it though i i do think i think there's a theme of emphasizing america's next top model and this was their kind of like it's kind of like how drag race is doing it now that like we're part of america (laughs) too this is our our home too yeah. is that this was maybe who knows what year this was maybe this was like an election year or something it's maybe a, it was like you know something maybe, political 2008 was happening. it would be about 2007 well, we are, in the second half of the episode we are about to wander into political wander. territory i would say we drive at first i wonder <laughs> as i wander <laughs> i will say this is a very diverse group uh, for top model, especially. Yeah, in, in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. in terms of personality, where they're from, what they represent. I like the cast. Yeah. I do too. I'm excited. I'm excited to start this cycle with y'all. Yep, I, I'm ready for it. And if you're excited about this cycle, you should rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, yeah, your opinions matter. We hear them. And uh, it's the perfect time to get your friends to join yep. if they want to start at the beginning of a new cycle. Yeah, it's a fun cycle to do. I posted that we're mm-hmm. about to start recording our first episode of Cycle 8, and we have some people. And I was like, what are you looking forward to? And some people think that Renee might be the biggest villain of all time. And, I think that might be true. Yeah, and apparently... 
this might be the first time Tyra says booty tooch, which is interesting. Oh. And then someone's Ooh. also very much looking forward to the episode where they rebrand their names. Oh my God. We've talked yeah. about it. So I'm yeah. ready oh to. God. So you can find me anywhere at yet charming. Look for me on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm on Twitter at JW Crump. And be sure to use the hashtag podleadum uh, so that we can uh, catch them in the interwebs. So for podleadum, I've been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm JW Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podleadum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. 